Hello, I'm Jodesca Villan and this is another Rapper Podcast where we discuss recent issues and controversies in the Philippines. Ang kasama natin today sa episode na ito ay sila Senate Reporter Camille Alemia and Police Reporter Rambo Talabong. So for this episode, we will discuss former policeman Eduardo Acerto who recently went out of hiding to say that the administration allegedly ignored his, his intelligence report on presidential economic advisor Michael Yang. Nandito kami para explain yung mga nitigriti ng issue na to kasi ang dami na sinasabi. So hopefully this podcast will help us understand the issue better. Uh, Rambo, can you please give me a background of Eduardo Acerto kasi I've heard his name before. So ano bang what's with him? Okay. Um, thank you, Judas, for inviting us. Um, si Eduardo Acierto is a dismissed veteran anti-drug cop. He, I would describe him as a cop who has been working in the anti-illegal drugs campaign even before the war on drugs was cool or okay. in or even before President Duterte. So he graduated from the Philippine Military Academy. So PMA-er siya. PMA-er siya. So he has that network, he has that upbringing, that training. He graduated in 1989. Okay. He only, he was originally um, set to graduate in 1988. But according to his classmates, sabi sa akin, he was delayed by a year. Mm. Na-turn back siya because of academics. So he wasn't really excelling dun sa academy. He, hindi nga siya nakikilala ng ibang classmates niya. So hindi, hindi siya ganun ka-popular. But then he made a name for himself sa anti-illegal drugs campaign. Um, pumasok siya dun sa founding team ng first separate anti-drug unit ng PNP. Yung AIDSOTF, mm-hmm. Anti-Illegal Drugs Special Operations Task Force, 2003, kasama siya sa founding team. So that's a big thing na nasa founding team ka nitong um, first of its kind na team ng anti-illegal drugs. Mm-hmm. At tumagal siya doon up until naging siyang unit commander. So may hawak talaga siyang team. And uh, during his time sa AIDSOTF, he made a lot of contacts. He caught a lot, a lot of um, um, drug suspects in, and even drug lords. Tapos, um, nung 2011, um, pumasok siya as a firearms chief sa PNP. Pabalikan ko yun mamaya, okay. yung pagiging niyang firearms chief. And then, 2015, yung AIDSOLF, lumaki siya, expand siya. So, lumaki yung kanyang pondo, naging AIDG, Anti-Illegal Drugs Group. And nakilala tong unit na to, itong AIDG, dun sa pagpatay kay Jeek Ju. ba yung South Korean businessman inside Camp Krame. He was part of AIDG when this happened. And he was part of this team then, nung nabuhay siya ulit into the PIDEG, yung Phil- Philippine National Police Drug Enforcement Group. So, meron talaga siyang career in uh, anti-illegal drugs. So, parang uh, expanding presidents yung career niya talaga, yeah, hindi yeah. lang concert under Duterte. Yeah, hindi lang siya Duterte. And uh, so, talagang ang dami niya accomplishments. And ang dami niya huli. Talagang hmm. kilala siya sa loob ng PNP as someone who's a veteran in the enforcement of anti-illegal drugs operations. But, uh, I read their stories and it said na former policeman na siya. Mm-hmm. So, what happened? Why was he expelled from the roster of the PNP? Mm-hmm. So, si Eduardo Acierto, so magaling siya. Alam na natin yun. Nasabi na ng mga tao na magaling siya. But at the same time, controversial din siya uh-huh. bilang um, policeman. And itong kanyang kagalingan, natapatan lang siya ng mga kontrobersiya na sumunod sa kanya. Um, dalawang beses siyang na-dismiss sa serbisyo. Okay. So, not just once, but twice. Okay. And that's when? Um, first was in uh, 2015. Ah. 
PNP Chief Nancy Alan Purisima. Okay. They were actually dismissed over the same case. So dito papasok yung nabanggit ko kanina na 2011, nandun siya sa Firearms and Explosive o- Explosives Office ng PNP. Firearms licensing siya, chief mm-hmm. siya nun. With that, ang dami niyang powers to um, allow contractors and to also regulate the selling of firearms. So ito yung mga kasong tumama sa kanya. 2015, na-dismiss siya, gawa ng Warfast de- deal. Um, itong Warfast, um, ito yung nagpapadala ng mga firearms licenses, naging controversial. She, he was ordered dismissed. In-appeal niya sa CA, in-overrule ng CA, at ayun, hindi natuloy yung dismissal niya. But, may sumunod. Mm, okay. 2018, in-enforce ng ombudsman yung kanyang dismissal sa isa pang kaso nung siya FAO chief. Na nagbenta daw siya, kasama siya sa pagbebenta dun sa lampas 1,000 AK-47 patungo sa communist insurgents and PA. Ayun, dismiss na siya at bago pa siya makapag-appeal this time, yun, nasangkot daw siya sa shipment ng um, yung ano, magnetic lifters. Hindi na siya nakapawi, nagtaguna siya. Nagtaguna siya. Uh, sige, babalit tayo sa magnetic, magnetic lifters na yan. Pero, Camille, you were able to talk to Asherto before he went public two weeks ago, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, ano what, what were his allegations and How does Michael Young figure in all of this? Um, it's interesting, no? Kasi uh, yung mga reactions nito lang ng mga involved na officials, parang kinokontradik din nila yung earlier reactions nila. So first, let's go to the allegations of uh, ex-drug operative Asherto. So sinasabi niya na parang nagbigay siya ng timeline kung paano na figure, paano nag-crop up yung name ni Michael Young. So it all started in 2004, but Let me get this straight. Noong 2004, meron silang um, drug operation, isang clandestine laboratory, Shabu Laboratory in Davao City. Malaki siya na seeds nila, meron ding mga nahuli. Pero at that time, nilinaw niya na wala pang pagkatao ni Michael Yang or okay. ni Johnson Chua. Kasi kaya nabanggit yan si Michael Yang dahil linked siya sa di umanoy drug syndicate ni Johnson Chua. Isa siyang facilitator. So the bigger person here is Johnson Chua. Pero above Johnson Chua, meron pang mga financiers, meron pang boss. So, sinabi niya 2004, wala pa si Michael Yang. Pumasok lang si Michael Yang sa eksena mga late 2015, early 2016. This was before the campaign. Okay. Or rather, during the campaign Mm-mm. for the 2016 presidential elections. Narinig daw niya na may information na si Michael Yang ay laging kasama ni President then presidential candidate Duterte at sinasabi niya na may link to, to drugs. So ang ginawa daw niya, verify daw niya at naghanap daw siya ng kanyang informant. So later that uh, August 2017 or later that year, may nahanap siya whom he calls Panther. Etong Panther na to nung sa nung nagkita kami, I kept asking, ano bang I know you cannot say kung sino siya, pero okay. para maintindihan namin, bakit namin paniniwalaan kung ano yung sinasabi niya just to give us an idea, ano bang pagkatao nito ni Panther, anong credibility niya. Pero hindi niya mabigay din eh. Ang excuse niya or maybe yun yung reason niya, uh, sinabi niya na pag sinabi niya kung ano yung pagdi-describe niya sino si Panther, parang binigyan na rin niya ng death warrant to yung tao. Mm, okay. Basta basically, insider na nakatrabaho mismo si Michael Yang daw. Yun ang claim niya. So, basically, yung intel report niya, it revolves around the claims of Panther and yung past uh, past drug operations. Kasi, 
So si Michael Yang daw ay isang facilitator at ang kas isa pa niyang kasabwat ay isa ring Chinese national na nangangalang Alan Lim. Okay. So this Alan Lim and si Michael Yang, may mga pictures sila with President Duterte and si former special assistant of the President Bongo. So isa yun sa sinasabi niya. Pero at the same time, ang pinangahawakan niya si Alan Lim, kasi tatlo, parang tatlong name niya, Johnson Chua, Alan Lim and Michael Yang. Of the three names, si Michael Yang lang ang walang kaso at all. Okay. Pero si Johnson Chua, meron niyang standing arrest warrant hanggang ngayon sa CDO tsaka sa Paranaque over drugs, violation of the Comprehensive Dangerous Drugs Act. Tapos si Alan Lim, nahuli yan sa Cavite in 2006, early 2000s. Dahil sa nahulihan din ng clandestine shabu laboratory. Pero dahil sa kapalpakan ng mga otoridad, hindi maayos yung custody of evidence na, cans, uh, na dismiss yung case sa kanya. So, pinanghawahan niya. Kung itong mga to, nakasama di umano ni Michael Yang, bakit hindi imbestigahan si Michael Yang? Mm, okay. Kasi meron ng solid na ano dun sa mga kasama. So, why not investigate kung ano talagang involvement ni Michael Yang? Sinasabi din niya doon na 50,000 daw per kilo ang sinisingil ni Yang at ni Lim to, para to facilitate the entry of illegal drugs, pati sa transshipment. Sinasabi din niya doon na si Alan Lim at si Michael Yang ay maraming kakilala daw di umano sa customs. Pero wala rin siyang mabigay na specifics kasi sinasabi niya yun lang ang information sa kanya tapos bineverify daw niya pero ayun niya magbigay ng mga pangalan yes, so I guess it really depends on the authorities to look into dapat yung intel report na Oo, yun ang, niya yun ang inaanan niya ngayon sinasabi niya ngayon pero at the same time dahil hindi naman natin tatanggapin hook line and sinker yung sinasabi niya we asked him bakit ngayon ka lang oh. nag-appear eh parang matitaint na whatever you're saying because you're already accused of drug smuggling okay. Parang October yon na inakusahan siya ni President Duterte, lalabas siya ng nito lang, March. So, ang dahilan niya, dahil wala naman na raw mawawala. Mm-hmm. Dahil meron ng... Oo, 15 million daw, di umano, from Davao Group. But when we asked him, anong Davao Group to? Politiko, ganyan. Kasi when we say Davao Group, ang sa mga, at least for me, na kinover ko yung mga past drug hearings, maiisip mo, baka ito yung nililinkin na pulong. Pero hindi niya binigay yung pangalan na yon Ang sinabi lang niya, it could be politicians, it could also be ex-police, uh, ex-colleagues. So it's possible na he knows this double good. Ayaw, ayaw lang niya ilabas kasi Uh-oh. baka mas, mas mataas ang... Feeling ko marami pa siyang hindi sinasabi. Mm, waiting lang for a proper avenue or ve- proper venue. Could be kaya. that or I don't know. Hindi rin niya nga sinagot sa amin yung ano niya eh, yung yung allegations sa kanya ah, ni okay. ni in, Customs Intel Officer Jimmy Guba na tinawagan daw niya para mapasok yung mm-hmm. magnetic lifters containing the illegal dogs. Wala eh. So um, medyo ako, pinipilit ko siya para paulit-ulit ko tinatanong sa kanya, baka kasi sakaling may sabihin siya, parang alam mo yun, baka nouna, unang part ng interview, natatakot lang. Pero wala talaga eh. So... Marami pa rin question marks until now. So, it's very guarded when you interviewed him? Eh, no, parang hindi naman totally guarded. Pero when it comes to the issue no, uh-huh. sa magnetic lifters, quiet siya. Sinasabi niya na sasagutin na lang daw niya yun sa DOJ. Kasi at present, parang nasa, prelimina- nasa preliminary investigation na ah, ata. Okay. So, magpa-participate daw siya doon. So, uh, Rambo na mentioned, in, parang it all boils on an Intel report na yes. sinabmit, uh, sinabit daw niya sa superiors niya. Siguro, mm-hmm. how, are, how sure are we that this Intel report exists talaga? Mm-hmm. And siguro, how sure are we na 
nakapunta nga to sa dapat puntahan nito. And siguro mm-hmm. explain mo ano ba talaga ang process ng mm-hmm. Intel report. Kung nagawa ito, sino may, haw- sino dapat, uh, ha- may hawak nito, mm-hmm. kayo na dapat pupunta ito. Okay. Um, so, the way we approach this story, kasi nakita kami ni Camille and we sat, sat down on this issue. And uh, the first and the biggest thing really is proving that the Intel report exists. That's the first thing to mm-hmm. do. Um, ano mangyayari? Um, first, let's look for the paper. Meron ang paper. We got the paper of the Intel report. Next, um, kasi pwedeng ipeke talaga yung, ano eh, uh-huh. yung Intel report. Madali lang ipeke kasi merong format sa police. Hindi may letterhead lang. May letterhead lang. Lagyan mo lang na, ng secret. Lagyan mo lang secret <laughs> or confidential. So, ayun, we got those documents but kailangan ng corroboration. Diba? So, he claimed na binigay niya tong Intel report na to his superiors. Um, we listed them four. So, first is current PNP Chief Oscar Albayalde. There's um, TCDS, Chief Directorial Staff of the Philippine National Police, Camilo Cascolan. And then there's the Philippine Drug Enforcement Agency Chief, si Aaron Aquino, who's also a retired um, policeman. And number four is senatorial candidate ngayon and was former PNP Chief Batol de la Rosa. Mm-hmm. Of those four, nakuha natin yung side ng tatlo, si Albayalde, si... Kaskolan at saka si, si, si Aquino. And ayun, sabi nila, dumaan daw sa kan... Ah, hindi. Ito. Si, kay Albayalde, una nilapitan ko nung after ng PNP briefing kasi every Monday, nakakarap ko briefing. And after ng briefing, nilapitan ko siya, tinanong ko. Pero from Acerto mismo to you. Wala akong nasabi. No, I have not talked with Acerto, never. But then part of the documents that Asierto gave to us is may picture si Asierto with Albayalde. Mm. Kumambyo si Albayalde when I showed him the photo. Sabi niya, I don't remember. Well, kung binigay ba niya ako, the normal route there is sabi ko nga, we give that to DI for validation. Mm-hmm. Or do sa Bidea. And him, being up the pideg, should have operated on him already. So, hindi pa rin niya sinasabi na nakita niya or nakasama niya si Asierto. Okay, but we can't take his word for it kasi siya pa lang naman yung isa. Then, I went to Kaskolan. I sat down with him. Sabi niya, oh, dumaan sa akin yung report na yan. Binigay ko nga kay Bato eh, sabi niya. Ano yung confirm niya, sir? Ano natanggap niyo? Well, uh, he gave me a report. I did not uh, look much on it. Uh, basta sa akin, sabi niya, sir, sana makabutuan ko sa taas. He gave me a report. Binigay ko kay Bato. So ayon, merong isang nagko-corroborate na, na merong Intel report. But then at the same time, sinabi ni Kaskolan, hindi daw siya sure kung anong meron dun sa Intel report. Binigay lang niya kay Bato. Parang ang ginawa daw ni Asierto, umupo sa opisina niya, pwede po, pwede po bang pabigay ito sa Malacañang or kay Bato? Yun, nag, nag basically facilitate lang yung pagpapasa ng Intel report. And then there's Aquino, PDEA chief. Siya yung kinonfirm talaga yung uh, existence nitong report na ito and at the same time sinabi niya pinasa niya sa Malacañang. Oh, okay. So umabot na Malacañang. And here's where I think we should discuss how to handle Intel. Mm-hmm. Kasi intelligence is basically just like chika, parang unconfirmed information siya for policemen. It's something that you get if you want to go into an investigation. So it's just preliminary build up there's still no formal case folder. If you may folder na, but it's not for a case. It's not yet confirmed. Hindi siya hard evidence. Meron lang siya natanggap sa informant or may nikwento lang sa kanya. So okay, ilalagay natin sa intelligence. 
But ideally, intelligence develops into an investigation. Okay. And the way to move forward from intelligence into investigation is you corroborate the intelligence as well. Mm-hmm. So, as you're to being a, a cop or a former cop with intelligence, he has the choice to go to whoever he wants to to corroborate the intelligence. Baka makahanap siya ng um, taong may papel na pwedeng ipatibay itong intelligence na to. So, ayun, pinasa niya to pataas at sabi nila, tumakamakit daw to sa balakan niya. So, yung ginawa niya, it's normal for an intel operative to choose to whom he wants to give the intel to. Kasi talagang kasama siya sa training din nila eh. Intel sharing. Yun, lagi yung ginagawa ng police at ng military. Let's share intelligence para madaling maka-move forward. So, that's the lens into looking at this. Also, kasi parang when we were doing the story, initially, I consulted Rambo as the police reporter, di ba? So, nahirapan kami kasi ang hirap, uh, di ba? Parang yun nga, sinasabi niya sa akin na yung intel, it could be, ano lang, chismis lang. Pero ito kasi, kaya nagkaroon ng push or ng drive to actually pursue this story or to dig deeper. Kasi si mismo si President Duterte, inamin na niya na nakarating na nga sa kanya yung dossier against Michael Yang. Nauna pa yon actually. So, parang... Pag, if you put two and two together, gin, nilab, dininay niya yung existence ng dossier same day na tinira rin niya sila Michael Yang. Oh. So parang mapapaisip ka, anong connection? Uh-huh. So kaya parang nagkaroon ng, like syempre as journalist, di ba iisipin mo, baka naman hindi totoo to. Pero on one hand, hindi mo rin pwede i-dismiss agad uh-huh. yung sinasabi ng isa. Pero because of that record, na available for everyone to see October niya ginawa in October 9, October 10 sa isang PMA alumni event. Inamin na niya, nauna na siya. So, hindi natin pwede sabihin na totally nagsisinungaling dun sa existence ng report. Yes. It just opens na ang parang tingnan ngayon ay yung veracity or yung karang totoo yung laman ng oh, report. Mm-hmm. The intel is there. Mm-hmm. Parang, pero ang dami ko nakikita online when this story, lumabas tong story na to na sinasabi nila na parang why should we believe Asierto or anong bakit worth tingnan yung mga allegations ato considering nga yung background ni Asierto mm-hmm. na accused siya of sa drug smuggling and also yung dismissal din niya. So we asked him that kasi syempre nung ginagawa natin tinitingnan natin yung document napapaisip na tayo niyan pero nung nakita na natin siya hindi na natin na miss hindi na natin of course i-miss yung chance to ask him that kasi uh-huh. who knows itong taong to nagtatago yun na yung last chance uh-huh. na makikita natin. So ang sinabi lang niya yung tanong ko sa kanya, how sure, how can we trust you, the public trust you, eh, ano kay drug operative ka, na you infiltrate crime groups, mm-hmm. drug groups, ganyan. So, how sure are we na ito ay hindi lang isang operation or something. So, ang sinasabi niya, hindi daw siya pagkakatiwalaan ng foreign government or ng foreign counterparts niya. Hindi daw siya pagkakatiwalaan ng mga tumutulong sa kanya ngayon. Kung hindi daw siya, kung mali, hindi daw malinis yung track record niya when it comes to drugs. And ang in-emphasize niya, wala siyang drug issue, uh, wala siyang drug-related cases. Pero as we know, meron ngang ibang issue sa kanya, pero iba yon sa firearms. Sinasabi din niya na even mga attaches ng foreign government, uh-huh. binibigyan pa rin daw siya ng tip hanggang ngayon, kahit na wala na siya. And ang pinangahawakan niya, yung record niya, parang nagbigay siya ng mga achievements niya. Pero at the end of the day, sinasabi niya na at least, nasabi na niya lahat to mm-hmm. kung mamatay man daw siya so uh, when this lumabas to and ring, ang nakita natin is uh, may mga reaction from the government President Duterte may statement agad na sinabi na bakit buhay pa ba- siya buhay pa to 
Pero ideally, how should authorities or government official handle these allegations? Kasi medyo, if you tignan mo na Michael Young is a president economic advisor, medyo sobrang proximity niya with the president. Uh, may pag-asa ba for another Senate hearing? Camille? Honestly, with uh, with the pronoun- current pronouncements of Senator Richard Gordon, who's the chair of the Senate Blue Ribbon Committee, wala. Kasi sinasabi niya, wala namang bagong prinisenta si Asherto. Eh. Remember Asherto, sinabi niya sa media na Gordon was one of the people na binigyan niya nung dossier na yon during an executive session last year. So si Gordon, sinasabi niya, wala naman daw, parang dinismiss niya na yung mga pictures, it's normal for, ano, for public officials na maraming magpa-picture. But I just like to point out, yung pictures, yun din naman yung ginamit nila noon kay Laila de Lima oh, yes. and kay Kerwin. So yes. parang makikita mo, mapapakwestiyon ka lang din, but may iba ng standard. So anyway, ngayon, sinabi ni Gordon, kasi si de Lima nag-file ng resolution calling for a Senate probe. Pero si Gordon, hindi siya, if siya nabuksan ulit, reopen the probe na walang bagong ebidensya. Oh, okay. So yun ang kiniklaim niya ngayon na tinawag niya si Asherto, hindi daw, hindi daw nagpakita, twice lang nagpakita, pero nung kainitan na, nag-AWOL na siya. So, yun, ayaw niya. And we, we have to understand, Gordon is a close Duterte ally. Yes. And based sa mga, his, sa mga actions niya in the Senate for the past three years, wala siyang ginagawa na makakagalit kay President Duterte. Sa police side naman, uh-huh. um, tinanong to kay PNP Chief Albayalde, Anong mangyayari na ngayon at pumutok ito? May mga allegation si Asierto. Kung hindi mo man nakita PNP chief, eh, may gagawin ba ngayon ng PNP? Sabi niya, magagather daw sila ng information. But then, sinabi rin niya with a uh, disclaimer na this isn't an investigation, this is not a probe. We are just gathering information. Okay. So the question now for, I guess, the police beat is, ano yung scope nitong gathering of information? Is this new intelligence? May, paput- may patutunguhan ba to at this point? And mag- Malacanang mismo, nag-investigate daw eh, according to PDA chief. And Malacanang mismo, sabi nila, in-investigate nila si Michael Yang, and they cleared him, sabi nila. But we don't know if other government agencies looked at it to PDA ba? Nag-investigate ba? PNP ba, inimbestigahan din ba si Michael Yang or Malacanang only internally investigated and cleared Michael Yang? Kasi naalala ko sa story mo, di ba? PNP clears Michael Yang but only echoing the statement of Malacanang. Yeah. So dito natin yes, makikita yes. na bakit parang ang taas ng standard yes. for someone na Chinese national tapos close to the president samantalang yung mga thousands killed parang mere suspicion yeah, lang. They only rely on the drug list of Brandeis without uh, verifying actually. Yun yung naging isang ano eh, parang... Uh, naging how do i say this yung nung ginagawa yung story parang yun yung naging napaisip ako na bakit parang ang taas ng standard ng journalists na may basis ba tong mga claims ni Asherto pero on the other hand the malaki yung malakan niya kung maglabas ng intel list or ng ano ganun ganun lang na yung iba pa patay pa yung mga nandun sa list hindi verified so parang andun yung contentions kasi it really helps na presidential advisor ang involved dito so i guess that's I think sabi parang na, naisip ko na aside from actually na kung ano yung sa Intel report, important rin tinan what happened kasi na uh, may cover up man nangyari dahil close proximity with the president. Siguro yan yung dapat mga i mga tingnan issue, tingnan pa ng mga integrity ng issue na to and hindi pa to dito magkatapos ang dami pang pwedeng mangyari. Dapat hindi pa. Okay. Parang uh, siguro my last question is if totoo to mga sinasabi ni Asherto about Michael Yang who holds so much power, I think, over the president. 
ano magiging impact nito sa uh, illegal drug campaign ng presidente? Kasi it, considering na ito yung selling point ni Duterte when he was campaigning mm-hmm. na eliminate all drugs. I think um, for someone who's covered the drug uh-huh. war and also the rhetoric of the president, it actually gives a big blow and a big hole to the anti-illegal drugs campaign. It may actually be a reason to to say that it's a sham. Because they said it. PNP chief na mismo nagsabi sa atin na ang drug war ni President Duterte walang sinisino-sino. Mm-hmm. At kahit si Pangulong Duterte na rin mismo nung siya nangangampanya pa bilang Pangulo, lagi niya sinasabi na lahat ng involved sa drugs, hukulihin ko, pwede pang ipapatay. At ngayon nakikita natin tong isang kasong ito. Si Michael Yang, hindi nga siya Filipino, Chinese citizen siya. Pero napakarami pang kailang i-verify, tinedepensahan siya ng halos lahat ng government officials. Uh, samantala, may kita natin na talagang Talagang lumalabas nga yung words na double standards Oo. sa illegal drugs campaign na ito. Kasi it shows na parang is the drug campaign really against the poor only. Yun ang parang narrative na nakikita ko na response ng mga human rights mm-hmm. groups dito. Mm-hmm. But hindi usapan na to, pala talaga. Ang dami-daming sides, ang daming angles na pwede i-pursue. So hopefully we all get to the bottom of this. In the meantime, please follow Rappler on social media for updates on this issue and for follow-up stories. Uh, salamat ulit for joining me today, Rambo and Camille. Thank you, Thank you, Jodes. And thank you, dear listeners, for always tuning in. Catch us again next time for another episode of the Rapper Podcast.